Hi guys, this is Peyton with Girls Gone Right. And today we have a little bit of a throwback episode. So as most of you guys already know, I was liberal in college. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so we've come a long way and it's so interesting to look back at all of these things that I've done as a liberal, looking back at my social media posts and who I was in college because there is such a stark contrast and people can change. So hopefully this episode will show you that. It is so interesting and I forget my story sometimes. Not that I forget because it's very much ingrained in my brain who I was in the past and how far I've come, but I just forget how Girls Gone Right kind of started and right, it's kind of in the name. If you guys have been following me along from the very beginning, Girls Gone Right started two years ago or two, it was two Julys ago. Yeah, so a little over two years ago, we're going on like two and a half years and it started as an RSS feed podcast. So for you guys that are listening and you know about it, you guys are the OGs. It's been going on for a minute, but we recently went on YouTube at the, uh, in May this year. But besides that, it's just been on Spotify and iTunes and Instagram and not on the YouTube platform. So it's been going for a while, but I called it Girls Gone Right because I was a liberal back in the day, back in college. So I, I, I guess it was a COVID project, right? I think a lot of people had those COVID projects when the world was shutting down and I wanted to use my voice. So I started posting things on Instagram because I no longer believed the leftist lies that I was being sold. I felt like my brain wasn't easily as controlled as it was in college because I was sure as hell indoctrinated. And I felt as an adult human being and not being forced in a public school system and not having to listen to the advice of my professors, I was actually able to formulate my own thoughts and I no longer believe the leftist lie because as a feminist I was told that my it was my body my choice and when COVID happened I was told we all had to get vaccines so I was very confused because I am a rule follower and now we were changing the rules for what to fit the leftist lie again so this is where I started really questioning things. And this is when I turned conservative because I started questioning every lie that I was sold. And from there on out, it was girls gone right. <laughs> so I put the, I was posting on Instagram, sharing on my story that I didn't want to get vaccinated, that why was I believing this lie called my body, my choice? And why was I pushing this feminist agenda when the second we had some turmoil in our culture, in a pandemic, then that lie was taken away, that it was no longer your body, your choice, that you had to get a vaccine because you had to help thy neighbor. And I was just very confused by this because I'm like, wait, I'm all about my medical independence, my medical freedom. That was something that I was really stuck on that they ingrained in my brain in college that a child would ruin your life. And you need an abortion to have sexual freedom and this sexual liberty. So I was being sold this. And then all of a sudden, the script just flipped just like that. So I was very confused when this all happened. And that's when I started questioning absolutely everything. And 
I started looking into more policies and I was no longer believing the things that I used to believe in. And I also think that that comes out of not being in groupthink anymore. I was out of college. I was able to think on my own. I was able to do my own research without having a professor tell me what they believe in. I respected my professors. They had authority over me. So that was a word that I took. So no longer started believing in this, started posting on Instagram, my political beliefs started standing up for medical freedom because that's as the leftist lie I was sold. I believed in medical freedom. That's what I thought that I, that abortion was. That's what they were telling me. So I stood up for medical freedom, my body, my choice. And then I started questioning everything else. I was sharing it. I lost a lot of friends. I no longer had the friends I once had because when I was in college, I was a liberal and I was freshly out of college when the pandemic started. So I lost a lot of friends. I got kicked out of someone's wedding. I was not, I was kicked out of friend groups. I was unfollowed. I was getting hateful DMs because I was posting my beliefs and Since it didn't fit with the leftist agenda, no one wanted me anymore. I felt like kind of an outcast. So I started this women's group in Charlotte called the Girls Gone Right. And it started like as a Instagram page, just inviting girls that were conservative that wanted to talk about what was going on and hang out, get coffee, get wine. So I think the first event we had was great. It was like 20 girls that showed up something like that. And it was great. And you girls know who you are. It was amazing. I showed up and we were all like, wow, there's so many of us here. And we were just talking about what was going on. So we started to do this monthly and we had like a Galentine's Day event. And so it truly just started as a women's conservative group in Charlotte. Um, And then it moved into an RSS feed, a podcast where I could interview people like Jason Miller. He's the CEO of Getter. I interviewed someone who lost their husband from the COVID vaccine reactions. So I was able to and had the opportunity to have amazing interviews that I felt like I could inform others and share other stories, use it as a platform, which was the goal of Girls Gone Right. And it still is, is to be able to use this as a platform to share with the female community and everyone else that wants to watch it and everyone else that's interested. So that is how Girls Gone Right was started. And then it kind of just snowballed, right? I moved out of Charlotte, currently live in Nashville, and now we are a YouTube channel. So that is this little story of Girls Gone Right. But now we're going to get into the thick of it because in college, I was, I guess you could say a creative journalist. I wrote for The Odyssey for four years, which if you don't know what The Odyssey is, you can Google it. You've probably seen it before. You may have seen my articles, but The Odyssey is like something that you'd scroll on Facebook and you would see something that headlines an open letter to my best friend or why I'm thankful for having a great relationship with my dad or something like that. It's just a way, a creative outlet for writing. So I wrote for the Odyssey for about four years. I was editor in chief at the end and I loved doing it. I loved writing. As you guys know now, I'm quite the talker. So I think that really helped establish my, the trajectory, trajectory of what I wanted to do in my life, which was talk and write and be creative. So it was a way that I could do that and just share my thoughts because I obviously have a lot of them, apparently. <laughs> and you guys are going to get a kick out of this. I came across to this like a few months ago, my old articles, I kind of forgot about them and I was scrolling on Facebook and it was, it came up on my time hop and I was so 
embarrassed. I guess not even embarrassed because I'm about to share it with you guys, but it was just shocking because if you can, you guys will be able to see my internal transformation. I think most transformations you kind of just see on the outside, but you are about to see how I've changed as a human completely, a whole 360. So I'm going to walk you through each article. This is going to be a series because guys, I wrote a lot of liberal articles. I was a big feminist, um, big body positivity. I was so far left. It's honestly shocking. And I went to UNC Charlotte and I wanted to major in psychology and do social work or something like that. So I took a lot of psychology classes, which I will say, I feel like that kind of had a lot to do with the indoctrination that I felt like I faced in college because I'm truly a whole different human being outside of college. And after I graduated, everything changed for me. So we are going to start with the absolute best one. And it is called Why I Don't Want Children. I Don't Want Children and It's Okay by Peyton Lembrand, posted on June 28th, 2016 at UNC Charlotte. Read it and weep, guys. I will link it below, but I just had to print this off so I could actually have it in hand. Um, yeah, it's honestly, this is going to be a crazy one. I'm, I'm nervous to read this out to you guys because I have not read it out loud. I've just kind of like tried not to read it because it actually hurts my heart and it hurts the people actually read this. I think this one, one of my articles went viral and got like a million views, which, you know, I guess in relation to what this platform is, that's a lot. That imp a lot of people saw this and a lot of people were reading my words and resonating with them and finding themselves in this, which is very sad. So I'm going to correct myself, but we're going to read through this. <clears throat> Ooh, guys, this is going to hurt. Oh my gosh, it's going to hurt. Ooh. okay. Most people are probably opening up this article thinking, what kind of person doesn't want to have kids? Let me pause. What kind of person doesn't want to have kids? Oh my gosh, I, this is, I, I can already tell this is going to be rough. This is painful to read. I can't believe I'm doing this. I have nothing against kids, but the lifestyle I want to live does not involve kids in the mix per the article. I want to be able to set my own pace, pack up my stuff whenever I want to take an adventure. I would rather be 40 years old seeing the world with someone I love rather than packing up my minivan and carpooling kids to soccer. Wow, guys. Okay, we're just going to read through the whole thing and then I'll kind of just pick out some things that I hate, which I hate all of it, but we'll pick out some things. We'll keep going. Whew, I'm sweating. <laughs> I have many siblings, I have younger cousins, and I love them all. I do not doubt how rewarding being a mother is. We all have one, or we all have one thing that we want above all else, whether it is being successful in the workplace, traveling the world, or having a family. I want to be successful at my career, and I do not want to hold back and sacrifice my wants. As extremely selfish as people may see it, it is a choice. It is not selfish to not care about the children I do not have. I do not want to have to slow down my life. When you have children, you have to slow down at least somewhat. I want to put my needs first. If my career demands more time or relocating, I want to take those opportunities. My friends talk about wanting kids eventually. And for me, I just don't see it in my path. People always tell me I will grow out of this. And when I settle down, I will want kids. I grow out of clothes, not the choices I make. 
The whole point is I don't want to settle down and live the same day and repeat. I want to wake up every morning with the hope of being spontaneous. I also get your mom gave birth to you. Well, just because I just because she did doesn't mean I have to. I know I want what I want. And if some if someone else doesn't agree with this, well, then I'm not the one for them. I'm not sacrificing my lifestyle just to please someone. All it comes down to is that it is my choice. I can list 50 reasons, but they won't matter. People can think what they want, but this is my life, and I don't want to be anchored for 18 years. I want to live a simple, easy, breezy life. I do not have to conform. I do not fit in the domestic housewife category, and I don't have to mold myself to be someone I am not. It is okay to not feel the urge to want to have kids. Oh my gosh, guys, where do we begin? Where do we begin? This is rough. This is actually, oh my gosh, Whew. a lot to unpack here as my therapist would say. She needs, we, this is crazy, guys. Okay, so let's just start with, I do, I want to live, or the life I want to live does not involve kids in the mix. Poor, poor, broken Peyton, because that is what I see, right? Peyton was so broken here. She didn't understand anything besides herself and her own needs. She didn't understand what it was like to live a life of purpose. She just wanted to be selfish. That's what this is, right? Living a life for yourself is just not fulfilling God's purpose. It's not filling community and you're not sharing a legacy. And oh my gosh, you can definitely tell her frontal lobe was not developed. I'm 26 now, so in my defense, I was so young here, the frontal lobe, it was, it was in the works. It wasn't done yet. It was still baking. And that's what happens when you have children running out, making life choices, thinking that they want something, but their frontal lobe isn't developed and they don't know how to make a choice because I was so freaking young. I didn't understand the world. I didn't understand my deep desires. Like I just wanted to be young and do whatever I wanted to and be selfish. And that's fine when you're 21. That's perfectly okay. But you grow up and things change and you realize there's way more to life than just yourself and just whatever you want. Because I, 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 what I'm seeing is a lot of I, my, my life, my career, my wants, it's selfish. That, that is all I, that is me thinking of me first and living a fulfilling life does not start with you. It starts with God. It starts with putting your family first. It starts with putting the person that you love first. It is, it does not start with putting yourself first. So that's the problem. The big problem I'm seeing here. Um, I would rather be 40 years old than uh, 40 years old seeing the world with someone I love rather than packing up my minivan and carpooling kids. Guys, I would love to be carpooling my kids to soccer. I don't think there's anything that I dream of more than that. That sounds amazing. Waking up on a Saturday morning and going to watch my children play soccer. There's nothing more wholesome and fulfilling than seeing you raise the next generation. So I just can't believe that I thought that I didn't want that. And now looking back, it just like, it's amazing because I genuinely, I know where my heart was at and it was my heart and my head. I was just believing everything that I was being sold, all these lies. And I was believing that my career was the ultimate thing that I wanted in life. I believed that that was the thing that was going to fulfill me was having a successful career. And now I understand that's that's not my ultimate goal in life. I love doing this. I love building a community. 
I love sharing my life and sharing all of this because I think that it makes a difference. And to me, that is fulfilling. But the ultimate goal is to have a family and create a legacy and raise children in the way that I want the future to be. It's passing down my traditions and my values. It's it's not just traveling the world with, you know, uh, some lover at 40 years old. That sounds freaking boring. That's going to get old, Peyton. What, like, what was that? I'm just going to go work and travel and hang out and live my best life. And I don't want kids because that's going to hold me back. That is so selfish. <sighs> Moving on. I'm sweating. I want to be successful at my career and I don't want to hold back and sacrifice my wants. This lie that you're being sold, that corporate America is the end all be all, guess what? When you die, your corporate job is going to replace you so freaking fast. That Fortune 500 company does not value you as a person, although they may send you a gift card on your birthday and, you know, set up birthday balloons and get donuts for the office once in a while. They do not. It's not the end all be all. When you die, you're not going to look back and be like, wow, I was a manager at a Fortune 500 company. I really made it. No, when you are on your deathbed, you are going to look back at the life that you created, the legacy that you left on your family, the family that you built out and created. You're going to be surrounded by your loved ones and know that you left your mark on the world, that you have a family that is going to remember and love you. When you leave this life, people are going to miss you and love you. And that is what life is about. It's not about just being successful in a career. There are other ways to be successful. And I think that's the lie too, is that you are told success is career, right? Is, is money. How much are you going to make in your career? How far are you going to get? Success is not just a career, like careers are great and there are some careers that really make a difference and that we need. But actual success to me now, if I could define success as happiness, I don't see anything about being happy here, which is really interesting. There's not anything about finding happiness. It's just being successful. And that's successful does not equal like just because you have a good job does not mean you're going to be happy. And to me, true success is feeling happy in my life and what I've created and the day-to-day -day life that I get to live, the actual time freedom that I have to be able to spend with my family. Even now at the age of 26, I am so blessed to work a career where I get the flexibility to spend time with my family and I don't have to miss moments because I get to be there for everything and I get to cherish that and I get to make memories that I'm always going to remember that I'm not going to have to grind my ass off in an office because that's what I feel like success is. Because I know that it's the memories that I'm going to cherish forever that I'm spending with my friends and family. And then hopefully I will be able to build a family of my own. That is success. That is the best thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, this is just... Woo! I do not want to have to slow my life down. When you have children, you have to slow your life down, at least somewhat. Which, yeah, it's true. I'm not going to be able to get on a plane and go wherever I want. But I don't even do that now. I don't even hop on a plane now and just fly across, across the country. Like what happiness is laying on the other side of the country for you? Just you can do that too with your family. There are plenty of people that still have a life and have a family too. You can do it all and you can travel with your family and you can make memories. Again, it's this indoctrination telling you it's one or the other. And here we go back to the career. If my career demands more time or relocating, I want to take those opportunities. Why though? Why, Peyton? Why do you want to take 
the opportunity to relocate and get a promotion. Is it really worth it? Is whatever this job that you're looking for, is that going to be worth your ultimate happiness at the end of your life? And I think this is something that I learned when my grandpa passed away this year is that he worked his ass off. He worked on the railroad. He worked in a jail. Um, and at the end of his life, he said, everything's just a memory. And he wished that he didn't work so much. He's like, family is absolutely everything. And that was like the most beautiful gift that he has ever left me was just telling me his regrets and that what meant everything to him was family. And his dying wish was that we all go on a family vacation every year and that we are as close as ever. And my grandpa was never happier than he was when he saw the family together. Like when we would have birthday parties and cookouts, his cheeks were just rosy red and he was so happy to see family together. Like that meant the world to him because that's something that you build, right? Like you get married, you find the one and you settle down and then you start having kids and then your kids start having kids and then their kids start having kids and you're sitting at the dinner table with generations and generations and you get to look at that and say, I made that. I created that. Like this is my family. These are my people. I've created a legacy. And to me, that really just changed my life because hearing it from him, hearing it from a man that is dying, that that is the most important thing because I don't think you really know what life is about until you are on your deathbed about to die and you see your life flash before your eyes and then you feel all of your regrets and you feel everything that you should have done and what life is actually about. And so I'm going to take his word for it. And this is just all bullshit. Everything in here. Um, so I guess like, uh, we'll keep moving on and pushing through this, but a quote from here, I grew out of, I grew out of clothes, not the choices I make. And boy, Peyton, you are wrong. You grew out of them. Just like the clothes that you grew out of. We grew out of this. Thank gosh, because I cannot even begin to imagine how miserable I would feel if this is the person that I still was. If I was still the person that believed that I was my own happiness and a job would make me happy and having a successful career was the ultimate happiness, I would be freaking miserable. So another quote, I'm not sacrificing my lifestyle to please someone else. This is the most self-serving hedonistic article that I wrote. And I'm so mad that I did it because I saw this today. I would roast this girl and it's me. I wrote, I would tear this article apart, but I just, I honestly, like I didn't know any better. I think this is just what I was told. This is what my environment was telling me. I believed in ever, all these lies and I believed in everything that was around me. I kind of just mushed. And this is what's actually happening in college. That's a scary thing that this is actually going on, that these lies are being sold. So this is actually what's happening, guys. Um, and, and the sad thing is there's still so many people that believe this. This is not just me. There are so many other people out here that believe in the same kind of ideologies, that career is going to fulfill them, that they don't need children, that life is all about me, 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 and what I want in self-pleasure, hedonism. It's all about secularism. It's not about having values that are outside of yourself. So to wrap it up, this one, guys, this is the funniest one. We're all going to laugh at this. I do not have to conform. I do not fit in the domestic housewife category. That's it. We're done because I would love to be a housewife. 
I would love to be a trad wife. Count me in. I want to raise my kids. I want to be at home. I want to be at home cleaning the house and cooking dinner for my husband and waiting for him to get home and spending time with my family and spending time with my kids. I don't want to be working all day in a rush, missing the best moments in life of raising my children, missing their first steps and not being the one in all the memories that they look back on when they grow old and then they raise their kids. I want them to look back and be like, oh my gosh, my mom just like made the ultimate sacrifice and really stepped into motherhood and raised me and was there for all of those moments. I want, and also that is a job. Being a domestic housewife is a full-time job. Parenting is a job. Being a mom is a full-time job. Like that comes with so much responsibility and it's greater than any responsibility you will ever get at a corporate job. And I completely wholly believe that now. And I think what the shift really was, was going back to church, reading the Bible. It wasn't all about reading headlines and becoming political. I mean, granted, conservative conservatism flows into Christianity. I think there's a lot of the same values there. But I think a lot of this came from just going back to church and listening to God and opening up my heart to God. Because in during this time... I thought I was religious, but I think deep down I was in a cult, like a war with what I was hearing at church and what I was hearing in school and what I wanted to believe. I think that was the ultimate thing is I wanted to not believe that I didn't want to believe that motherhood was everything. I wanted this career because they made it seem so sexy. Like I could just be this girl boss running my own company or a VP of marketing. And it just sounded so sexy. But now it just seems so dissatisfying and empty. Um, so that is it. Wow. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And just know that you're hearing all of this, like this is something that I actually believed, guys. I believe these words that I wrote. I was a far liberal and I have come so far to where I am to like where I am now if you would have told Peyton in 2016 that one day she would have worked for the Daily Wire would have started her own conservative podcast is out here shooting guns that she wants to be a stay-at-home mom and she wants to get married and have all of these things that are nothing what I believed in in college she would dye her hair blue and she would go crazy probably but it, it just goes to show that people can change and I think it comes from us just not being loud because I, I eventually, like when the pandemic happened, I was confused and I started posting it and people were just, people were in my DMs. And then I was having people kind of encourage me. And also like, it was the friends that I made when I started the girls gone right group, when I would meet up with them, we would talk about these things and have conversations. And those conversations started to make sense. And that's what changed me was truly the conversation. So that is where it starts. And don't give up on people just because someone believes something right now, or they've been stuck in their ways. It doesn't mean that you have to just shut them out and let it go and whatever. This is the world because it starts with you and it starts with conversations. And that is what we are all about at Girls Gone Right. So stay tuned. I'm going to be tortured with more articles of that I wrote, unfortunately. So this is something that we're going to be probably doing once a week, just reading over these horrible articles that I wrote. So can't wait for that one. I hope you guys enjoyed this torture.